Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yeah. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Coon Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Not all guests appear on the uh, Smile Center Hotline. Some come straight to the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios, and they join us. That would be Parth Upadhyay. He joins in studio today right here on the Gabe Coon Show. He's on Twitter at Upadhyay underscore. He's Memphis Tigers basketball beat reporter for the Daily Memphian. Parth, what's happening, brother? How you doing? Not much, man. Trying to keep up with... Uh, no no quiet weeks. Oh, my God. There's never a dull moment right? Yeah. on this Tigers basketball beat. Just trying to... Just trying to keep up, man. That's all. Did you have <laughs> any remote idea that the Chandler Lawson transfer portal situation was going to unfold today? Did you have any prior warning? Because I know I didn't. I, I did not. I did not. And I think I, I told you before we got on here, you know, just driving around town, running errands, about to go to the office, and boom, my phone lights up. I got to pull over on <laughs> South Main um, side of the road, just hammering out this story. So I was not expecting that. No. <laughs> so you were, on, you were on the side of the road writing up a story? I was on the side of the road writing up a story. Grinder. So. That's a grinder right there. <laughs> Hell the yeah. Making calls, sending texts. Yeah. I love it. Did you yeah. did you get it did you get it all done there on the side of the road? I did. It took about this is a hell of a story. 40 minutes or Have so. Have you ever had yeah. to do that before? Is this the first, is this your first uh, roadside story that you've had to Man, file? Uh, more often than you'd think, right? <laughs> like when when Mikey and JJ committed back in November, it was kind of the same deal, Mikey Williams and JJ Taylor obviously and um, it's happened quite a few times. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what you that's what you get for taking a Memphis uh, Memphis basketball beat reporting hey man, job. Gotta love it though, right? Yeah, I guess so. Gotta love it. Um, so uh, your immediate reaction to Chandler getting the transfer portal? Obviously, they they lose a, one of their two guys that was going to be a holdover from last year's uh, team. Now, I think that that is a function of just today's college basketball and and roster turnover, nil transfer portal, the whole nine yards. But at the same time. Um, I do think it's crazy. 12 of 13 guys who were on a scholarship last year are gone. Yeah, I mean, that's... I get it, right? Like, everybody's saying, okay, this is the the new era of college basketball, sign of the times, et cetera, et cetera. This is not normal, right? Like, bringing back one guy from last year's team and that one guy, you know, as as good as Jaden Hardaway is and as key as he, you know, is in that rotation and in his role off the bench, like, he averaged five points, right? So that's the only returning production 
that that's not normal. And things were looking better in terms of continuity just a, yep. a week or two ago when you're talking about DeAndre might be back and he wants Malcolm back. So that's two guys there. You know, you got Jaden Hardaway already there. You got Chandler Lawson, who, you know, who was in the mix until this morning. Um, you know, having those four guys, not just in terms of production, but in terms of having that familiarity with the program and being leaders and being that foundation for next year's team, I thought would have been key. And now you're kind of um, chipping more away at that foundation. All right, I'm a little bit confused considering, like, okay, usually when guys get in the transfer portal this late in the game, and, you know, he's going to be a grad transfer, Chandler Lawson, so he's going to be immediately eligible. Um, usually when they get in this late in the game, they're worried about maybe a, a sort of what their, their playing time situation is going to look like, their role in general. Um, but Chandler Lawson, even with those guys in the fold last year, Malcolm Dandridge and DeAndre, and there's no guarantee that they're both going to be back right now. Even with those guys in the rotation, though, he started 24 games. Like it's just, it's just tricky. Like maybe he wanted more of an offensive role, but at the same time, he hasn't really shown to be that type of player. No, and I think we've got to keep in mind. Yes, you know he played in all 35 games, started 24. That's all great, but you know a lot of the season he was playing out of position, playing at that center spot, and yep. you know just just talking to folks who who know him, who are familiar with the situation. He he wasn't always thrilled about that, right? And it wasn't the best spot for him to show what he can do um, in terms of kind of like you said, showing the offensive player, showing off his skill set offensively that he that he feels he has. Never really had that opportunity. No, no he didn't, and I think. You know, he almost saw the writing on the wall, right? With, you know, DeAndre might be back, Malcolm might be back, Memphis is still aggressively pursuing, you know, guys in the portal, whether it be Jordan Brown from Louisiana, who's been linked to Memphis, or or others who could become available in the next, you know, week, two weeks, three weeks or so. And um, I think he just wants to go somewhere where he has a more solidified role and consistency. So, um, with this news, I guess, if I'm counting right, two open <laughs> scholarships, something like that. And, that, that is and theoretically, that could be DeAndre and Malcolm, DeAndre, and uh, is it Jordan Brown? Is that, is that, the, is that his name? That's, from the, Louisiana? that's the, the big Yeah, I mean, but it, it, well, any mix and match of two of those three guys, I guess, is what we're looking at? Yeah. I mean, you've As got, tricks up the sleeve, at least. Absolutely. You've got those two vacancies. If, if Mikey, you know, obviously his preliminary hearing has been pushed back from uh, June 29th through uh, to July 12th now, so we'll see what happens there. We'll have to wait a little bit longer, right, to see what happens there. But if he's not in the mix, you've got three spots to fill out. Um, and when you look at it that way, it kind of almost makes sense, right, why Memphis and Penny Hardaway are still aggressively um, attacking the portal, if you will. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like you just said, right, it could be a variety of combinations, um, but they've got uh, – They've got their names in different hats, let's say that. Yeah. <laughs> Talking with Parthu Bidyai, the, the uh, Tigers basketball beat reporter for the Daily Memphis. Now, I, uh, before we get to the Mikey Williams sort of uh, his, his preliminary hearing getting pushed back and what that means ultimately, how do you feel about the DeAndre case? Do, 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 uh, where, where, from a positivity level of him getting back to campus, where you at? I think it's hard for anybody to know for certain. Okay. Right. But just speaking to Don Jackson, who I've, you know, chatted on the phone with several times, like his confidence level is very high. I mean, at the same time though, what is he supposed to say, right? That's his client, that's that's his yeah. case. Like he's not gonna um openly be pessimistic, certainly, but just his track record, him having been there, done that with several athletes, you know, he's got a laundry list of guys who um he's been able to win cases for yeah. in terms of eligibility. And he says that they've got documented evidence, they've got texts, they've got emails, they've got letters, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you, you can't help but believe him, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Right, but at the same time, like, making the case and getting it on a, done in a timely manner is probably sort of a, 
the biggest issue here, the biggest hurdle, the timely part, uh, the timeliness of the whole thing. It's like, I, I don't know how long this gets pushed down the road. It's right. the NCAA we're talking about. Right. And, and if, if we're talking about, uh, he said uh, his, his timeline has changed to the Dominican Republic trip, basically, is when he wants to try to get him eligible by. I even have doubts about that. That seems like a, that seems like a expedited process on the, on the NCAA's end that they have never done in their entire existence. No, and it's interesting because, like, yeah, last time I spoke to him, um, I want to say it was about nine or ten days ago, he had said that um, his confidence level has actually risen, right, with the evidence that he's uncovered. And he feels a little bit more comfortable taking his time while still being very optimistic and um, expecting, right, that if this thing does get cleared, it'll be cleared before August 1st. So DeAndre would be able to join, you know, Memphis in theory on that Dominican Republic trip. It's like you said, the NCAA doesn't. They're not sitting by the phones, right? They're yeah, not saying, oh, right. It's Don Jackson, let me. Yeah, no, they're not doing. saying, "Oh, it's the University of Memphis. We got to, we got to expedite this." No, right? They, Usually, it's the University of Memphis. Let's <laughs> delay this four months. That four, four, four months past any time we'd give an original, sort of like just for anybody else, we would we would delay it past where we would. Uh, where we would give yeah, a let's decision. Let's send a voicemail. Let's, button, right? Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's leave them on red. Let's take oh, let's take God. a while with this thing. So yeah, I mean, the NCAA has not been known right to operate on logic or, or reasonability. Um, nor have they been known to operate in a timely fashion. So, you know, Don Jackson and DeAndre's camp having optimism is one thing, and that's great, yeah. right? But the NCAA has <laughs> shown that it does its own thing, and we'll have to see what happens there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Dogger with Parthu Badiai. He is the uh, Memphis Tigers basketball beat reporter for the Daily Memphian. Um, do you have any idea on Malcolm Dadridge at this point? I know he scheduled a couple of visits here past a couple of weekends, um, one to SLU. Um, I think Western Kentucky was the other one. Yep. Um, I have heard from just multiple people around the city that he still is interested in being at the University of Memphis, although it's flip-flopped a whole lot. Like It just feels like uh, everything's still up in the air with, uh, with Malcolm Dandridge. Yeah, no doubt. And I think, you know, and we've talked about this off-air, the fact that DeAndre has, you know, vocalized to people within the program, people around the program, that if he's back, if he gets a situation cleared, he'd like to have Malcolm back in that. So he could play four. So he play the four, natural right? four. Having, you know, have that partner, if you will, in that front court. So I think if DeAndre's situation, like we talked about, plenty of uncertainty there, but if his situation is somehow expedited or if he's, you know, uh, eligible or cleared, whatever you want to call it, by the timeline that Don Jackson's saying, that could work favorably for Memphis to get Malcolm Dandridge back as well. Now, all of that's TBD, and all those dominoes kind of go together, if you will, so that makes it even trickier. And considering Malcolm, because I've heard that same thing, right? right. If, if if DeAndre comes back, he wants to be a full-time four. He doesn't really want to get uh, put into those five minutes, although I think he'd be fine. He can still sort of play a, a similar role if he's the quote-unquote five. I mean, based I on all these— it's issue, is yeah, it not? Like, yeah, it's but, a foul trouble issue? It's yeah, but based on all the guys, that, like Nick Jordan could step in there at the five. You thought Chandler could. Obviously, he's gone now, so that, that makes it a little more complicated. But you could yeah. find ways around. I mean, hell, they had KO playing five last year for minutes to start games, <laughs> and he didn't do much, right? So, like, you can find ways around it, I think, ultimately— um, but if we're operating off of off of okay, DeAndre comes back, he's the four. Malcolm would be the five there. I think that's a tricky line of thinking, considering, yeah, Malcolm Dangers is a natural five, but he's only been able to play in spurts, and his injury history tells us that he's probably going to have to miss some games here and there. Exactly, and I think that's where you get in on possibly having Malcolm as somewhat of an insurance policy, right? Bring, right. Bringing a guy like Jordan Brown, who's proven, who's you know was one of the best mid-major players in the country last season. You get a guy like that 
slot him in as your starting five and have Malcolm still play a sizable role, but a role off the bench. Um, I think that could work favorably for Memphis. How do you feel about this current roster in this coming uh, this season? Like going into this season and AAC play in particular, because obviously you know FAU's at the top. North Texas has to find a new. Uh, they, they have a new coach and right. McCaslin's right. elsewhere. So like there's there's a lot of other schools that they'll be playing that that have their futures and, and their thought process behind their basketball program up in the air. What do you think about Memphis in conference play just going forward with this roster in particular? Man, I'd feel a hell of a lot better. I know you said this roster in particular, right? But I'd feel a hell of a lot better if DeAndre yeah, Williams. Well, I think yeah, we all would, absolutely. Right? If DeAndre Williams is I'd in feel that about, I feel good, and I've talked about this with FAU. I know they're probably going to be a preseason top 10 team. I'd still feel good about. Top five in certain Yeah, points, but I'd right? still feel good about, if, if DeAndre was on campus, I'd feel good about uh, Memphis's chances against FAU if he's on if he's on campus. Absolutely, they were you know a couple, by one, couple questionable calls, couple <laughs> yeah. you know miscommunications, whatever you want to call it, away from winning that game. And who knows if they had won that game, maybe they go on the type of run that Florida Atlantic went on. We don't know, right? Like, mm-hmm. so yeah, they're a lot closer than people give them credit for. Although I do think if DeAndre's not in the mix. Florida Atlantic, you know, is the favorite, and rightfully so, in the AAC. No question. Well, no question at all. Like, I, I, I mean, you got John L. Davis coming back. Like, you have, you have your, your, uh, your guys coming back. But again, replicating what they replicated last year, only winning or only losing single-digit games. Like, under how many did they end up losing by the end of it? It was under five. No, FAU. It was like under Ooh, under under five. I think losses the entire year. So like being able to replicate that's tough. And I, I think that Memphis could pose them some challenges in, in conference play as they start to meet each other. Absolutely. DeAndre Williams or not, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Memphis gets one, right? If they split that series one one. Um but like we talked about, you know, with DeAndre Williams that that changes completely. It, it's it's crazy how drastically one player yeah. could affect you know the, See, the future. Here's the thing the is I still feel like even with, with what they have right now, mm-hmm. talent wise they're probably what a top three team in the AAC, Absolutely. but it, but it's about pecking order it's and understanding fit. all these things and fitting them all together. And they have a bunch of versatile big wing guys that they're going to have to try to make offense out of. And I don't know where that necessarily comes from without or c- comes from consistently without DeAndre Williams. That's the issue we're looking at. Exactly, and I think you know continuity is huge. People talk about this era of college basketball, sure, but that means adding four or five guys to yes. the portal. It doesn't mean adding ten. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, like the whole roster. Right. Doesn't mean making a whole new roster. And you know, like like we said a few minutes ago, it's not just continuity in terms of what production you're bringing back, you know, offensively or defensively. It's continuity in terms of, you know, who are guys that were here for the past 2 years? Who are guys that know what Penny Hardaway wants? Who are guys that are going to step up and be vocal leaders in that locker room? Um and I think that's really the tough part. And we've yeah. got a group of essentially strangers, no matter how yeah. talented they may be, it's going to take a couple months to get that thing going. No question. Now, um, preliminary hearing for Mikey Williams, originally scheduled June 29th, delayed till Ju- July 12th. I uh, I talked to Jeff about this last week uh-huh. when it first dropped, and you put it out there on the Daily Memphian, dailymemphian.com, where you can find all of his work, uh, Parth Upadhyay. Um, but he didn't really have, like, is this positive or negative? He didn't really have a take on that. It's just, he said, well, this is this just happens constantly when you get into litigation, pending litigation. We delay things, and we push things down. We pass the buck down. Do you have any read on, on what this means, ultimately? Yeah, it's tough. And I'll say, obviously, Jeff Calkins knows probably five times more about law than, than I do. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but I think, you know, it could be really good or it could be really bad, and that's that's kind of obvious. But in terms of the lawyer saying that he had – you know, gotten a sizable amount of evidence and didn't have time to sift through it and have something prepared for that June 29th date, which is obviously what less than less than two weeks yeah. away now. 
um, I think that could be a really good thing in terms of, okay, he sees the pieces there and he feels more comfortable delaying it um, because obviously him, the lawyer, uh, Troy P. Owens, and people in Mikey Williams's camp want this thing expedited in order to have, have it resolved, have Mikey on that DR trip, and so on and so forth. So if Troy P. Owens is comfortable enough to say, hey, look, I'm going to take another, what, 13, 14 yeah. days, but I'm going to get this thing right because we have the pieces here to make something work, then I think that's a good sign. Or on the flip side of that, you know, he's got to— And his defense team was the one that delayed this, that Cor- wanted correct. the delay, and they got the, it got accepted. Like, correct. they pushed it down. Troy P. Owens is the one so that's that asked a, the, the judge to delay it, and the yeah. judge accepted it, yes. Yeah, that's—I mean, that seems like a somewhat positive development. Now, I, I, the idea here— if if you want Mikey Williams to be on campus, if anybody out there wants him to be on campus, you want a plea deal to be struck and you want this to be lowered to a misdemeanor, right? Like that's the idea of ultimately what needs to happen for him to be in the Tigers uniform coming up next year. No, absolutely. And I was, you know, talking to somebody else about this. It's like and you've got six felony charges. Like, is that even is that even possible? Like, I haven't covered <laughs> right. enough court cases. Right. You know, I cover you know I cover ball. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> Good enough. Hey, enough money and and, and enough uh, sort of lawyer power. I think anything's generally possible there. Yeah, but it's but it that pro- is, is a it lot. probable. Possible. Yeah, yeah, anything's possible. Kevin, yeah. You know. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is it probable? Probably not. Probably not. But like, I, at the end of the day, like I don't know sort of the ins and outs of it, the exact. Um, sort of discovery they've had to this point. Like, I just know what the police report read. Exactly. I don't think anybody does, right? And nobody outside of people at Mikey Williams' dinner table probably know, yeah. you know, what was in that discovery. And if, and if you, if you inge- I mean, just my, my experience, like following, <laughs> dealing with uh, sort of cases like this, it's like, I mean, when it comes down to it, what, what actually is admissible? What can you prove that Mikey Williams actually did with a firearm? Can you ultimately tie that back to him and say that he shot it? Exactly. And we don't, like we just talked about, we don't know what that discovery entails. Does it have ring camera footage? Are there images? Are there videos? We don't know yeah. yet. And I think we're, we probably won't find out until July uh, 12th. <laughs> so I had a, I had a discussion. I, I, I brought this up last time we were on the air, but I find it interesting because I brought up uh, um, Kentucky and John Calipari. And I, I, I sort of, when, when Penny... And all of the stuff around DeAndre Williams, them delving back into those waters, I said, you know, you're working from a place um, of desperation to a certain extent. Right. Um, and and that, I, I said, I mean, yeah, I caught a lot of flack, <laughs> but I said, that it's not a bad thing. Like, everybody's working with desperation. Have you seen this Kentucky situation and what they're dealing with? Dude. Lance Ware's gone, oh, CJ Frederick's gosh. gone, they're working on a new. Uh, 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 NIL collective, and, and it's basically John Calipari leading the whole thing. And then now Antonio Reeves, who was one of their most productive guys last year, is enrolled in summer classes at Illinois State. Correct. So they don't even know <laughs> if he's going to be back in Kentucky. Every, I mean, even some of the best coaches in the game are just as desperate as it comes when it like trying to get a, a roster together for the next year. It's just so hard. It's so hard. No, absolutely. And, and, you know, kind of speaking, starting with with Reeves there, you know, if he's enrolled at Illinois State, obviously he's not in the portal yet, but you've got to assume this guy's trying to graduate to become immediately eligible, not a waiver. 
Um, you know, would it be surprising if, if Memphis threw their hat or threw their name? In- Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. That hat? Probably not. Um, but, man, last time I checked, Kentucky's got eight scholarship players. Eight. Oh, my gosh. And he started his career, Antonio Reeves, at Illinois State. So that's I believe, I believe so. I'm pretty sure he did. So I guess it was easy for him to go enroll in summer classes. I don't know how this all works, man. But, yeah, it's clear that he's trying to be a graduate so he can get the hell out of Kentucky. This got to be the craziest offseason in college basketball history. Oh, right? like, but, but just wait, though. You just gotta keep <laughs> waiting. Sorry, I meant like the entire league. No, no, I no, I understand that, but I, I think even going into the future, we're gonna it's gonna get crazier. Ooh, I mean, like it's I mean up. it's hard to imagine. It's hard to imagine, but at the same time, like there's just so much movement nowadays and guys get so disenchanted with their current situation so quickly. Correct. So like I could see here, you know, next two or three years something even spiraling out and being even more crazy. Because we have bigger names moving around in the portal than than oh we ever gosh. have before. The Hunter, like Hunter Dickinson. Dickinson. Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's just bigger names moving around. DeAndre Williams coming back for a sixth year. We still don't know. I one thing I can't get a hold of, Barth, is the uh the eligibility math. Do you understand eligibility math with the COVID and everything else? I get yeah. so lost. I get confused. Yeah, I think I have a good grasp okay. on it. <laughs> you have to. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give it a shot here, right? So with COVID, you know, everybody got five years. Any athlete who was, you know, uh, playing in that COVID-impacted year, I think that's what, 2020-21 season, yeah. right, was able to get a fifth year of eligibility. That's a fifth year on the court. You get six years, so it's called a competition clock. So you get six years to play five years. Yeah. That makes sense. So for me, normally, like when I was in, it, obviously no COVID, when I was in college, so it was five to play four. Correct. So now it's six to play five. Well, DeAndre's 
only played four. So he's been on the court four seasons. There was that 2019 season at Evansville, and then from 2020 onward, he spent at Memphis. So three years at Memphis. He enrolled. He didn't enroll at Evansville until 2018. So even if you count the season he sat out, that's five years. So that's the case they're trying to make is, hey, you know, Don Jackson saying, hey, my client has not spent six years in the NCAA's uh, collegiate system. Yeah. And he hasn't had his five years no. to play. No, he has not. Oh, God. But yeah. obviously, you know, you take that back even further, that's where the misadvisement comes into play. Yep, for sure. You know, with the with the sizable gap that he had between graduating in 2017 spring and not enrolling until 2018 fall. And that's obviously due to um, the NCAA uh, clearinghouse trying to sort through his eligibility because of the various high schools and homeschooling programs that he went to. Now, I uh, I don't know how this always works out when you come into studio. Uh-huh. But we always have something Bob Huggins related to talk about, huh? Uh-oh. Good God. I'm not going to ask you to speak on it. But now we have a DUI and he resigns. Every time you come in the studio, last time it was for his uh, homophobic slurs. This time it's for the, the straw that broke the camel's back. And he's ultimately done at West Virginia. And they know what's crazy is they have a great roster. That he did awesome in the transfer portal this time around. That you got it. I mean, I don't know where they <laughs> turn to this short of notice, though. But that team should be good in the Big Twelve, even though that's a great basketball conference. Well, no, no I was going to say the opposite. I think that roster you got to assume it's going to dissipate, right? Like yeah, guys I mean, like Jesse Edwards I guess. And, and others are going to look elsewhere, unless there's somebody on that. Staff yeah, unless somebody that was a key recruiter internally say, hey, you know, so and so. I don't know who that would be is going to be promoted to an interim coach. You kind of fill that void for a season, keep this roster intact, make that priority number one, and then do a full-on coaching search next offseason when you've got. Yeah, but that athletic director is gonna, you would imagine, gonna do everything he can. Like Ren Ren Baker is gonna do everything. Yeah, (laughs) he's gonna do everything he can to try to keep that roster together and find somebody that that is that that those players are willing to work with. I would. I I mean, you have to. What a crazy ass year for him to be thrown into the fire there, right? Isn't that like Ren Baker? He's been working to be an AD all this time. And hey, good guy, great guy, <laughs> loved it, around here. Yeah, hope it it's slows just, down for him. Man. It's I do. tough, man. <laughs> it's it's tough. tough. And Bob Huggins, I, it's like Bob Huggins. Uh, does he does he hold something against Ren Baker? Like, why why has he got he why has he got to go absolutely nuts this off season? Man, it can't be easy in that community. You know, with how beloved Bob Huggins is, to say, hey, you know, uh, there's what, the door. Right? You know what so frustrates me though, and I talked about this a little bit earlier. Is like everybody wants to sort of show up on Twitter. Jordan McCabe, I saw Marquise Noel went up there. There was other guys, former players that like are coming to his rescue, Bob Huggins' rescue. Bob Huggins is, I mean, you can't come to his rescue. His actions have spoken louder than anything on the floor at this point. Like, yes, he's a legendary coach. He's done a really good job. He won a lot of games. But at the same time, like personally, I don't feel bad for anyone who has – the, the sort of God complex to get behind the damn wheel with a point two five one. It's not the first time BAC, he's done it. yeah. He, he had a DUI in 04. Isn't that and we're, the we're, why what, he we're, we're weeks job, removed. Right? We're weeks We're weeks removed from him going on public or, or on air in Cincinnati and using the using the, the, the F word, the homophobic Bro, slur. My man was in Pittsburgh and thought he was in Columbus, Ohio. Oh my God, <laughs> man. Like I Those just, cities are three hours apart, are they not? <laughs> <laughs> They're far enough apart where yeah. you should you shouldn't be confused. Yeah. You should not be confused. No. But yeah, like I, I see all these guys in the Deshaun Butler videos surfacing again. I, I, I don't, I, I don't the much. One where he tore his ACL. He tore his ACL and against Duke, and he was, was like, him and "Yeah, stuff. it's like I." There well, comes a point where I just, I he was being a head leave, coach. I mean, leave that all, leave that all to the like, side. Leave right. that. All. I don't care about that. What he's done the past month or two in his life has defined a lot of what 
the end of his career is. And it is, it's the end of his career. That's what it is. Yeah, it's and, done. And both things can be true, right? Like Bob Huggins is a Hall of Fame coach, is somebody who's beloved in the basketball, college basketball community, but he has made some poor choices. <laughs> so there's no need to say, but. Right. Yeah, no. Or, or wait, wait, you know, like there's no need yeah, to do there's the no, weight and the butt and the yes. toe and no. There's no reason to do that. And like he is, I said this when he did the, uh, said the homophobic slurs on Cincinnati radio, but there's guys that show you when it's time. He has shown us it's time for him to step away from basketball and go, go on to other ventures. You're done with this. You, you deal with it. And he could have got a driver, a Uber. There's so many things he could have done. It's just, and he was already on a short leash. It's just like, yeah. he, there was, there was a clear... He clearly just didn't respect the situation he was in, you know, personally. He didn't respect the fact that he was on thin ice already. He just sort of thought he could skate through and do whatever the hell he wanted to do. Yeah, and I think it's partially that, but, you know, obviously I don't know Bob Huggins. I haven't spoken to anybody who knows him or is close with him, but it it, it seems like he has a real problem, man. Like, it's not so much that he thinks he's untouchable or some kind of you know, God-like figure, but it's more so like this is a guy crying out for help, and yeah. I hope he gets that. Yeah, for sure. No question. Well, Parth, appreciate it, man. Thanks for coming by. Appreciate y'all. Always a pleasure. That's good stuff. He is the Memphis uh, Tigers basketball beat reporter for the Daily Memphian. You can find him on Twitter at P-U-P-D-Y underscore. Now, let's go ahead and grab a break. When we come back, we need to hop into the Blitz, and there's a couple of things that we need to hop into the Blitz. Uh, hop into when we get to the Blitz. Memphis baseball has a new coach, and Draymond Green, we have some news on his uh, situation with the Warriors. He has declined his $27.5 million player option. Do you think this is the last chapter of him in a Warriors uniform? We'll discuss when we return right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. Guests appear on the Smile Center hotline. Now back to the Gabe Coon Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. When disaster strikes like we had over the weekend with some of those thunderstorms, make sure that you call Service Master by Cornerstone. Not only are they the largest franchise in a 600-mile radius, but they are Service Masters Franchise of the Year. They won that award, meaning they're the number one Service Master Store franchise in the USA. So, I mean, when you have water damage, if you have any damage from a storm, if you have overflowed toilet, if you have a busted uh, water heater, busted pipes, if you have a fire and there's smoke damage, if there's mold, all these problems can be solved. If you call Service Master by Cornerstone and you let them respond, and respond will mean something when you call them because their number is 901-RESPOND, 901-R-E-S-P-O-N-D. No matter the place, no matter the size, they're here to help with the damage Service Master by Cornerstone is. Tyler, the president and owner of Service Master by Cornerstone, and his team are here to help you at moments like this. Their motto is, we don't pray for disaster, we just pray we get called when there is one. So remember the name, locally owned, locally operated, Service Master by Cornerstone. They respond to all of your disasters home, residential property, office. So make sure you call them at 901-RESPOND. 901-R-E-S-P-O-N-D for Service Master by Cornerstone. That is 901-RESPOND. Now we're live from the Service Master by Cornerstone studios, and they're lovely. So it's time for the Blitz. Now, the biggest stories overloading the line of bull rush of info. It's Gabe's Blitz on the Gabe Coon Show on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis's sports station. 
Gabe, we've got a Memphis Tiger hire. Sure do. Memphis baseball has hired former Southeastern Louisiana manager Matt Reiser. Uh, he did a good job at Southeastern Louisiana for a while. Um, and then sort of as he got into the new age of NIL and transfers, he started to struggle a little bit. Um, but he was at Southeastern Louisiana from 2008 to 2023. Took over as full-time manager in 2014. He has a 311-213 win-loss record. He won the Southland Tournament three times over. He was in the NCAA Tournament four times at Southeastern Louisiana. Now his final year, he struggled really badly and ultimately was fired. But when I look at this, this is a guy who has a lot under his belt. He's coached a lot, and he's had some good teams, even in a not-so-good conference. I think he could come to Memphis and have some success, but I think more so than anything, considering he just got fired and maybe his reputation's not as good as it once was, this is the University of Memphis trying to keep a guy for an extended period of time. While he, you know, in two to three years, if he completely turns this thing around, gets Memphis into an NCAA tournament, um, and, and they win some games, maybe he could do, take on a bigger job. But I, I think they're trying to, considering Katrina Merriweather and Carrick Jackson were one year in, one year, and then gone, basically. Right, well, right. Katrina Merriweather was two years. But very quick turnarounds for both of those uh, great coaches, great hires in the end of the day. Um, but they, they got taken immediately um, because of the reputation they built at Memphis. I feel like Matt Reiser's going to have to rebuild his reputation from his, his firing at Southeastern Louisiana, and that could keep him here two to three years even if he does well. I think that's what, what Laird and, and that athletic department is looking at. We want a little bit of continuity year to year. Absolutely agree. You know, when you're trying to build a program, consistency is one of the big things that you need. And I feel like this hire is the University of Memphis looking for some consistency over the next few seasons. I mean, 300 wins is, is you know, that's th- that's a lot of wins, right. man. It's a lot of wins. Four tournaments in 10 years. I think it's a pretty good hire for that baseball cr- program. You know what I mean? So yeah, was, I think it's got a lot of potential, that program. It was trending in the wrong direction, though, at Southeastern Louisiana with Matt Reiser for a few years there. And obviously it all came to a head last year when he got fired. So... Maybe the, it's just hopefully southeastern Louisiana just wasn't didn't have the sort of opportunities that Memphis may present from a recruiting standpoint and getting player standpoint, um, and maybe that can change when he gets to campus. Um, but I certainly hope that's not something that carries over, right? Right. I certainly hope his struggles don't carry over to the University of Memphis and in this program where they, I mean, after Carrick Jackson in just one year, what he was able to do. Hopefully it doesn't sort of flip on its head immediately. That yeah. would be, fr- be a frustrating feeling for a lot of people that support that program. Yeah, you definitely don't want to take a step backwards. And you know how big I am about the fans of a team that loses somebody. And, and so I, I wanted to see what the reaction was from some southeastern Louisiana right. fans. And a lot of them have been pretty honest about what their program was. They talked about how they think that the new NIL deals and things like that definitely hurt right. their program. And a lot of them, it seems like, actually thought that he should have been fired, that it wasn't his fault that the program was yeah. going in the wrong direction. So that's you know that's a positive, positive. sign for, for Memphis that their fan base is, still likes them. They still root for the guy. So hopefully that, that bodes well. And, and also, like with trans- Transfer movement, just think about it. Southeastern Louisiana, they've had some really good players. As soon as those players get good now, they're off to the SEC, just like a lot of coaches are as well. But like the, the movement in, in baseball, if you get offered those greener pastures, you're gone immediately. Right. So I feel like there was probably a lot of trouble there at Southeastern Louisiana with roster retention and everything else. Now, ultimately, if you're, if you're asking my question or asking the question all in all, what do I think of the hire? I like it. I think it's a good hire. I think uh, this is a guy who has a lot of experience. Uh, he's been around the block twice over. 
Uh, he's he's used to dealing with a a baseball program that may not have all the resources it should be thrown at it thrown at it. So I, I think he can do a fair amount, a lot with a little, and I think he can make this happen for the for the Memphis baseball program. So. We'll see what happens going into next year. But losing Carrick Jackson after one year, having to replace him, that's always tough. I thought they did as well as they could have, considering the situation. It was a weekend of NBA news, so we got to jump back into it. Today, Draymond Green declined his $27.5 million player option from the Warriors, and he is headed to unrestricted free agency. Can I ask you this? And not, I'm not asking, you know, just... From a culture standpoint, I'm not asking about any of that. Like, I know he's the heart and soul of the Warriors' defense, and what he's been able to accomplish defensively for them is phenomenal, and they've won a whole lot. But do you think Draymond Green's worth $27.5 million on the open market? No. A year? It's just it's bizarre to me that that's the, the player option he declines. He's trying to go in and get something close to a max, clearly, unless he's going to sort of opt out to try to go elsewhere, which is certainly a possibility here. Um, he's a clutch client, so Rich Paul represents him. My first thought, Connor, is Lakers. That's my first thought. He talks really, really good about LeBron. He talks really good about the King. He, he, he certainly has, has, over the years, at least hinted at the fact that he's interested at playing with LeBron at some point. I guess this would be the opportunity. Um, my second thought, though, immediately following that was Mike Dunleavy Jr. <laughs> taking over for Bob Myers. Welcome! Welcome to the complete S show that this is going to be this entire offseason for the Warriors trying to fix that cap situation going into the the, the new CBA and how, how you're going to get screwed if you reach that luxury tax blank. You have to pay even more. Um, now you have to worry about roster retention. Clay Thompson's coming up on the end of a deal. Draymond Green has, has now declined. You have a lot to figure out in a short period of time, Mike Dunleavy Jr., so welcome. Welcome to uh, to what this uh, Warriors offseason is going to be when you finally get your GM job that you've been waiting a long time for. I really hope that this is signaling the end of this Warriors run. I just, I am. I'm <laughs> After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Congratulations to them for all the years and the success, but I'm I'm done with it. I'm tired of it. I hope that that punch was eventually uh, going to lead to the end of in the fall of the Warriors dynasty, if you will. But you know, I think the Lakers would be a really good landing spot for Draymond Green. I think he makes sense for them. I'm curious what price he's going to be looking for on the market because, like you said, if he's turning down 27 million dollars, what does he think he's worth? Now, to Draymond, he might also understand that he's already made his money and he and he knows that he's just going to go somewhere else that's a better fit that he wants okay. to play basketball with. Who knows what's going through his head? We're going to have to check out his next podcast, I guess. 
Any uh, any interest of a 901, Draymond? Listen, I I like Draymond's type of player enough to where I think he could provide value to just about anybody that includes the Grizzlies. Um, I don't think it'll happen though. <laughs> like I think it's unlikely, but I, think I would it's do it. Super unlikely. I would do it if he was like, "I'll come there for the vet." Now I'll that he's like, a, what? Here's the thing: now that he's an unrestricted free agent, it's just like his movement. It, he gets to go exactly where he wants to go, right? Generally speaking, um, and I think, and if we're talking about vet minimums, anybody could do that. Anybody could cough up that money, and he'd end up on a contender or a, a team that he thinks is an absolute contender with probably some vet players that he likes. You know, put himself in a good position. Um, so I, I, the Grizzlies just wouldn't make sense, I don't think, ultimately. But I'd love to have Draymond as a Grizzly. Why not? I know right. people hate him, but at the same time, our sports hate can turn to sports love pretty damn quickly if, 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 if he could, does the right things and he shows that he has a lot of value for this team, which I know that he'd have value for the Grizzlies. Listen, this city showed that it can change sports love or sports hate to sports love for any athlete as soon as we fell in love with Mario Chalmers. Mario Chalmers like yeah. he is he is the poster child for the city of Memphis can love any player because that man broke and people still every love single Grayson one of Allen. our hearts. People, people still oh, love Grayson. There's still, there's still, still a few Grayson. people in the city that, yeah. that, that miss Grayson. Um, but yeah, no, I get it. Um, but Draymond, it would, it, I think it would take some... Uh, I think it would take a little bit of getting used to, considering all the back and forth there's been between the Grizzlies and Draymond. Over I mean, years. we know he likes whoop that trick. He sings along to the with the crowd, so we know that he likes that. Sure, we definitely know he likes that. So, do you think that one of the main reasons Draymond opted out was so that he could have that freedom to go where he wanted? Because it did seem like the Warriors were going to say. It's either him or or pool. We have to choose, and I think they have too much money in pool to try yeah. to move that bad contract. Um, I I feel like he's just trying to find uh, find out what his value is on the open market, and if if that's if he cannot get the value he feels like he's owed from the Warriors, he's probably going to go explore other things. I guess the Mavs would be in this conversation for too. sure. Absolutely. Um, I, I we'll see we'll see what happens with Draymond. I it, but twenty seven and a half. It's just bizarre to see. Considering where he's at in his career, hadn't made an All Star game in a while. Like, I, it's weird to see him decline that much money in the final year of his contract because I don't think he's going to get that. No, on I don't the either. Open market. I, I don't either. Don't see that happening. Maybe I mean that could just show you how toxic the Maybe situation he's done had, with the war. Like, yeah, that's the, what I mean. I mean, he's they just had completely. A, it's pretty public what happened last season. Like that team did not like each other, and, and, and the punch well, was a huge part of it. He didn't get along with the young pieces. Right. You know, the Jonathan Kamingas, Jordan Poole's, Moses Moody's of the world. Like, he just didn't didn't quite mesh with them because of the punch, and he couldn't be as outward as a leader, a vocal leader, after the punch because uh, I, I guess people thought he would take it a little bit too far, some of those young players, and he clearly did. Um, I, I guess the signals that, that he's going to find other pastures besides the Warriors, but Mike Dunleavy Jr. said that they're going to try to they're going to try to figure it out. They're going to try to see if they yeah, can maybe, bring him back. It, maybe they'll bring him back on, on a lower deal, but I'm going to be completely honest. How many times though, like, Steve Kerr said, this thing doesn't work without Draymond? Like, it we, doesn't. That, that's the thing. It's like I still think the Warriors, as much as maybe the the relationship had frayed a little bit last year because of all the, the off-the-court stuff, I still feel like a, a lot of people that are high up that make decisions with the Warriors still want Draymond to be a part of that franchise. Well, that's what I was going to say, because let's say that he doesn't go back to the Warriors. I genuinely think Draymond's going to be one of the... Depending on what his price is going to be and where he goes, he could potentially be like the sneaky best pickup of the offseason yeah. for a team. He's the type of guy 
that's like that one veteran missing piece that can put your team over the top. Because the way he was being used on the Warriors, it's just not what he can do anymore. He can't be that fourth option. He can't be that go-to guy. You know, he, he's not going to help you out offensively anymore, but he can be that presence. He can be that defensive presence. Well, here's the thing he, offensively. He can still, still help out a team uh, win championship basketball, I think. It's just his role on the Warriors, I thought, maybe it, it just it was time for his role to change, and they just didn't really want to. So offensively that. scoring, no, he can't help you. But no. he can. He can I mean, defense is still there. The defense is still there. Some of the stuff when he gets out and runs the break, he's pretty nice. He can distribute the ball still relatively well. He's an extremely, extremely high IQ player. Yeah, like he's still gifted in some ways on the offensive end. But I agree, the scoring is like he—that's not something he's going to do going forward. Right. So, I could see a team like Miami, maybe the Rockets that need need a veteran down there that could work. Could you imagine Draymond and Dylan? Oh my god! Oh gosh! Oh my god! I, see, but that's the thing—you can't bring both those guys. Yes, in you the can. Same locker room. Yes, you can. can. Yes, you can. They'll become best friends, fast friends. They probably would. Honest to God, they probably would. <sighs> I see. I have hard. I have a hard time believing that, Connor. I don't. I have a really hard time believing they can coexist. They in the would same be locker so room. intense on the defensive end. Those two. No oh question. It it almost be. too intense. <laughs> it's too damn intense. Like I, I just feel like the locker room situation, considering how much they've gone after each other's necks the past two to three years, it's like I, I can I really buy that they're going to be happy with each other when they see each other Dude, for the first time? It would be hell in a cell on they, the basketball court. Yeah, for other I know. Teams. But they're going to if they, if they're going to be on the same team, they better go find a dinner somewhere, sit down, and and let bygones be bygones. Right. They're going to have to. Have like a meeting. It's gonna be like De Niro and Pacino and Heat meeting yeah. for the first time. Yeah, they're yeah. gonna they're gonna have to they're gonna have to put all that stuff in the past before they start playing well <laughs> on the floor together. Dang, I kind of want to see it though. Yeah. Oh my god, it would be so much fun. Yeah, but Draymond, unrestricted free agency, Lakers, Mavs. Keep an eye out for that. I guess Heat. Even though the Heat feels like defensively, they're kind of they kind of got what they need theoretically, but. They need they need some they need some offensive pieces some creation. He could replace else. the key. Could be the Kevin. But they Love. missed out on the Brad Beal situation. The yeah. Heat. So I mean they're just going to try to find whatever they can on the. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But that will do it for the Blitz. Have one more segment left in the day. So we'll go ahead and wrap up the Gabe Coon Show when we return right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. It's the Rewind. Now we play about like Rewind. Brought to you by Memphis Barbecue Company. Rewind on 92.9. Well, it was a hell of a weekend for NBA news, and that was certainly led by Brad Beal heading to Phoenix to be a son. Now, Matt Ishbia, their new owner, who's only been in that seat for five months, won't stop making changes. He is obsessed with making changes at this point. Brings in KD. Fires Monty Williams, hires Frank Vogel, moves off CP3, adds Brad Beal. He wants to do it his way. Now, the question that needs to naturally follow that is, will his way work? Sure. I don't doubt that a team like that with three certifiable offensive stars can compete in the West. But think about this. They have four hefty contracts. Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, and DeAndre Ayton. And they have no true point guard now with... uh, with Chris Paul out the door. Who's who's going to start there? Campaign? Is Devin Booker going to be their lead guard? They also have no depth and no real defensive pieces for a defensive head coach they just hired in Frank Vogel. So I see people that have those doubts. You should have those doubts. They're very understandable. Bob Huggins got canned for another DUI. The last one was in 2004 when he was at Cincinnati. He blew a 2.51, or a .251, not 2.51. That's <laughs> you wouldn't be living. But .251, and reportedly had garbage bags filled with beer cans and loose Miller Light cans in the vehicle. That the vehicle reportedly had a tire shredded on. 
He was in Pittsburgh and he thought he was in Columbus, Ohio. That's a three-hour drive, nearly two, 200 miles away. But with all of it, he's done as a collegiate head coach. But damn, that feels like the least of the worries. He could have killed himself or somebody else here. And it's clear he needs real help driving around with garbage bags to throw your empties into. That's terrifying behavior. Also, on the Memphis basketball front, Chandler Lawson hopped in the transfer portal today, making Jaden Hardaway the lone holdover. For the time being, could be DeAndre and Malcolm coming back. We'll see. But the lone holdover on that Memphis basketball roster from a year ago, Parthu Padiai joined to break down the offseason, the roster as a whole, at 6. If you want to play back the whole show, download the Odyssey app and search 92.9 ESPN. What's the biggest game tonight? Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. I'm going to go with the Mets at the Astros right now. Houston's minus 115. It's at 710. I'm going to go with the Astros tonight. Yeah, the Mets are disappointing. Not quite as disappointing as my Cardinals, but pretty disappointing. True. Fast forward. Fast forward. Um, Christian Fowler in his normal 6 o'clock time slot will continue to have NBA trade smoke. It'll be hot and heavy. Potential Dame trades are being discussed. Zion trades being discussed. And also, Grizzlies' plans are still up in the air. What do they do uh, coming up? Uh, in, in the first round of the draft, and, and what do they do for the rest of the offseason? Who do they find as a Dylan Brooks replacement? We will continue to discuss that. Join us as the week continues. But that's a wrap for today. Thanks to Jeff Coggins and Parth Hoop and Yai for their contributions to today's show. We'll meet back here at the same time tomorrow. But in the meantime, Joe and Amber will follow me. For Connor, I'm Gabe. Easy, be safe, and enjoy the rest of your night. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app. And on smart speakers, say, play 92.9 ESPN. The Kia Summer Sales Event is on at Gossip Kia on the Pike. And if you're ready to roll, we're ready to rock and roll with World Performance Car 2023 Kia EV6 Wind. EPA estimated range 310 miles now. $4.99 a month, $49.99 to its signing. And 2023 Kia Sportage LX only $2.88 a month, $34.99 to its signing. And the luxury 2023 Kia K5 LXS, $2.99 a month, $31.99 to its signing. All 36 month lease. Plus, piece of mind with Kia's 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Ask for Bobby J. He's ready to put you in a new Kia today. That's Goss and Kia 1900 Covington Pike or shop 24-7 at KiaCovingtonPike.com. If you want it, we got it and got it more. Fifty acquisition fee, thirty thousand miles, twenty cents excess mileage. K five PG two eleven seven seventy one MSRP twenty six one fifty two. Sportage P seventeen thirty six ninety six MSRP twenty seven zero seventy seven. EV six P five sixty zero thirty three ninety four MSRP fifty thousand three twenty five. Includes all rebates and incentives. Must finance through Hyundai. Excludes tax, title, and license. With approved credit. See dealer for complete details. Offers valid through six thirty twenty three. Dealer stock only. Warranties and limited powertrain warranty. See Kia.com or retailer for details. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like ten or fifteen minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language. Like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. And they're designed by real language teachers, so you learn how to have real-world conversations, things you'll actually use. It's incredible. After using Babbel, I'm ready to start having real conversations in French. There's all kinds of ways to learn. Use Babbel's podcasts or games or videos. You can even join live classes with a language teacher. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Evidemment. 
Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. This is Gary Parish reminding you about Danny Morrison Roofing Professionals. They're a local, family-owned and operated business serving the Mid-South's residential and commercial roofing needs since 2010. It's the home of the free roof. You really can get a new roof with no cost to you. Most roofing jobs, they can be done in one day, so this isn't some lengthy process. Just call Danny at 901-870-0186. It's Danny Morrison Roofing, a proud supporter of the University of Memphis Athletic Department. Danny Morrison Roofing, 901-870-0186. Hello, this is Joe Cordell of Cordell & Cordell. Father's Day. This is the day we celebrate dads, and that's all dads, not just the dads that meet all of our expectations, the always there, always wise and patient dads, much appreciated as they are. But virtually all dads aspire to the love and respect of their children. And like everything else in life, circumstances matter. For those dads whose marriage, career, health, finances went pretty much according to plan, being there just came easier than for those who, during those brief critical years, were contending with crises in these areas. So viewed in proper context, what may have seemed unexceptional may in fact have been heroic. In any case, as for all dads, their imperfections are less important than their devotion to the cause. And for some dad, that cause was you. Tell him Happy Father's Day. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell and Cordell's Memphis attorneys. 6000 Poplar Avenue, Suite 225, Memphis, Tennessee, 38119. CordellCordell.com. I can't wait for what's next. Even with higher stroke risk due to atrial fibrillation and a regular heartbeat not caused by a heart valve problem. Eliquis, the Pixaban tablets, reduces stroke risk. It's the number one cardiologist prescribed blood thinner. Don't stop taking prescription Eliquis without talking to your doctor, as this may increase your risk of stroke. Eliquis can cause serious and, in rare cases, fatal bleeding. Don't take Eliquis. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 